You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. All right, uh, U.S. President Joe Biden has once again spoke with Chinese President Xi Jinping. This is a regular thing that goes on, although obviously with the pandemic, uh, not as much. Tensions are growing over Taiwan and other issues as well. Uh, what is a conversation like between these two presidents? Let's bring in Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University, and with us now. Elliot, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Afternoon, Scott. I understand they had a lengthy conversation, like over two hours. What is what are these conversations like? Is it all business? Is it is it you know is it gamesmanship? Is there emotion? What are these? What would these conversations be like? Two hours and seventeen minutes. The official White House readout was about two paragraphs long. A very short summary of a very long conversation. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, as well as Xi Jinping, will try to establish, reestablish, or carry on the personal relationships they've had. Uh, these are not strangers to each other. They've dealt with each other uh, before each one became head of their own country. And they've now had five of these talks since this is the fifth since uh, Joe Biden became president. This is all initially, first and foremost, and all the way through an attempt to manage the relationship between these two powers these two nuclear-armed largest economies in the world, and it's uh, on both sides, essentially, saying we know we have difficulties, but we have to find a way to deal with each other, so let's talk. And I think that's what they did. They talked for two hours and 17 minutes, and I think they were also laying out the possibility of a face-to-face meeting. This has not been possible because of COVID and uh, also Xi Jinping just doesn't like to go out, apparently, from the country much. But uh, there will be some meetings in the fall in in Asia, a couple different meetings. There may be possibly on the sidelines of those multilateral meetings, a face-to-face conversation. So uh, they have a lot of issues to sort out. They tried to set a tone for how to deal with it. And each one, of course, delivered very sharp and strong messages to the other party. Is it a conflicting relationship? Is it an edgy relationship? I mean, I'm thinking of Putin, for example, who you would just imagine would be impossible to deal with. Is there an agreement to disagree here? Do they respect each other? I think they respect the fact they have differences, and <laughs> they accept the fact that they have differences, and they try to find a way to uh, see to it those differences do not lead to an open conflict between these two superpowers, two nuclear armed superpowers. Of course, uh, the the most obvious difference right now, before we get to Taiwan, is the question of Ukraine. Uh, the United States has reorganized basically its entire foreign relations now to deal with the fact that Russia has attacked, unprovoked, a neighboring state, and there's a land war in Europe. And just before going to, just before launching this war, February 14th, the war was 10 days later, uh, the attack came, Xi Jinping, uh, welcomed Putin, Mr. Putin, who also doesn't travel to uh, to Olympics. I think you and I talked about it at the time, mm-hmm. Scott. So they, uh, at that point, they basically declared they were friends for life, no, bo- no boundaries to their relationship. Ten days later, uh, now uh, six, we're into what, fifth month of that war, China has not condemned that invasion. Uh, they have been taking, buying uh, at a discounted rate a lot of oil, but Mr. Biden, I'm sure, has said, don't go any farther. Do not get yourself involved with this war, even though you will not oppose it. 
uh, you do not provide material or military support to Russia. I'm sure that was one of the messages. Ukraine, I think, was a big part of this conversation. That was my next question. How much of that, as opposed to Taiwan, um, uh, is obviously that problem front and center more important, or is it an issue of Taiwan, and, and, and is it the Hong Kong in waiting, so to speak? Well, there's so many different issues. What the press <laughs> release talked about was we agreed to talk about the climate, and we're setting up working groups to carry on conversations on climate and other things. Clearly, Taiwan has uh, emerged not unexpectedly and not just recently as a key area of uh, discussion between the two leaders. The, uh, in March, this was also a, a centerpiece. The uh, United States has said we still maintain strategic ambiguity. Uh, that's the official policy saying that we, um, we won't say we will defend Taiwan, but we also say we won't, and we're telling Taiwan you know, don't don't go off half-cocked and declare independence. It's to shape the behavior of both China and Taiwan, strategic ambiguity. But three times Mr. Biden has said, oh, no, we're committed to defending Taiwan if attacked. Uh, those that get walked back. But uh, Joe Biden's been at this game a long time. Uh, those aren't gaffes. That's a message. Man, we could talk for an hour on this, and we will again. Elliot Tepper with us, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for your time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. And same to you. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.